Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Hello, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in for another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast. I'm your host, Nelia Hutt, and I am so, so happy to have my new friend. Um, and although he's new, he's he's such a wonderful person. And today I am inspired and I am so glad to bring you Victor Villacuano. Did I say that correct? Yes, yes, you said correct. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the show, Victor. How are you, my friend? Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me in your show. It's a pleasure. It's an honor for me to be here. And uh, yeah, thank you for the people listening to us right now. I want to say hi. I'm in New Jersey. So hi, everyone. <laughs> Hello. And you know, the honor is all mine, really. Like when people come on the show and they trust me with their story and and they want to come and share and share things about themselves and and just give of their heart. I'm just so glad to have you. So thank you. So Victor is uh, he's originally from Ecuador, and like he said, he's living in New Jersey. He is an amazing author, a very inspirational speaker, and a very talented musician. So um, yeah, thank you so much. I love all those creative parts of you. You know, I, I really do love the creative aspect of people. So I can't wait to learn a little bit more. And, you know, Victor has this, um, his book out, Be Good to People, Be Good to Yourself. And if you haven't gotten a copy, you guys need to get this because this show is all about giving starts with you. And the book is all about the same message. And he really speaks from the heart and he has a big heart, you know, and that's the kind of people that I like to promote. So thank you. And, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and a little bit about why you wrote this book and why you want to come on today and share your message. Thank you very much. Um, like you said before, I was born and raised in Quito, Ecuador. I'm from the capital of my beautiful country. And, you know, growing up, growing up I always loved music. I started playing the guitar at 14 years old. Then when I came to America, you know, I started working in different type of jobs. You know, as an immigrant, it was tough in the beginning and it's still tough. But, you know, um, the book was, a, I always say it was a divine inspiration. Um, I wanted to, to express how I felt. And I also want to tell a couple of stories of things I did to change myself as a person. Um, I had I had a transformation period in my life when I got sick. I got uh, you know overweight. I had high cholesterol, prediabetes. I had um, um, prediabetes, high cholesterol, and high blood pressure. 
So when I got sick, I had to change myself. And in that period of transformation, um, I discovered a lot of things that I wanted to share with people, you know, starting with uh, self-love. That's very important, you know. Um, and, and in the beginning, I remember uh, people used to tell me that I'm too serious, that I look mad, that I look sad. And I was like, why is people telling me this? You know, I said to myself, I haven't changed a bit. I always been the same. But what is it in my face that people say that to me? And then I remember one, um, it was, uh, I saw in a book that this lady, she's a, uh, She's a TV uh, um, uh, anchor from, from an Hispanic network. She wrote a book, a whole book, about the power of, of, of smiling. And then I was like, even that I didn't read the book, but the whole, just the title of that book caught my attention. And I was like, hmm, how about I start smiling more? See what happens, right? So I started smiling more and I was like, wow, you know, people like me more now and I'm in a better mood. And then that's the first chapter of my book. The first chapter of my book is called uh, Smile More Often. And because that, that's very important. So in my book, you know, I talk about that. I talk about self-love, how important it is to love yourself. Because, you know, if you want to give love to others, you have to start with yourself. And, yeah, I have 28 chapters in my book. Uh, like I said before, it was a divine inspiration. What I want to project with my book is to encourage people to be kind, to be nice to others and to themselves. That's why I picked out the name for the book. And I was very surprised, actually, when I picked it. And, you know, I uh, edited my my book with a traditional company. Uh, it's called Page Publishing Company in New York City. And when the name of my book was not picked up before, I was like, wow, I can't believe nobody thought of that, you know, because <laughs> me, the title is perfect. And it, it pretty much describes what the book is all about. It's be good to people, be good to yourself. I mean, you know, mm. and then yeah, that, that, that's one of the main reasons why I wrote it. Another one is, like I said before, to let people to realize that, you know, we're all human beings. We all deserve respect. We have to uh, help each other out. We have to love one another, like Jesus said, you know, it's in the Bible. And, and that's karma. When, when you're good to others, good things come to your life. God gives you blessings like you have no idea how my life has been blessed, even that I have had, you know, so many challenges and difficulties in my life. But the Lord has always been there with me all the time. So I'm very, very grateful for that. Oh, I love that. So, um, thank you for writing the book. No, thank you for um, inviting me to your show. I'm very honored, like I said before. And as we're recording this right now, uh, I just came from my mailbox because, of course, I ordered some copies and to give out. Thank you so much. You know, to read that. And yeah. because it's so important, you know, and I can't wait to get my hands on it. So <laughs> I'm waiting yeah. for it to come in the mail. Come to Canada, come to Canada. But, you know, the first chapter of your book about the smiling, it's so important because, you know, people used to tell me that too, that my face looks so serious mm -hmm. and they don't mm -hmm. want to approach you, you know. Yep. And yep. 
It's like, but that's not who I am. Why am I not showing my true self, you know? So just the fact that your first chapter is about smiling is such a ripple effect, you know? Like we help a lot of homeless people here in our town. Mm -hmm. And the best, the thing that they tell us is the best is when you come up and you have a conversation. And a smile is like an invitation to, to a new conversation. And it really changes like how you feel on the inside instant. It's one of the easiest things and the cheapest things to do, Definitely. right? Yeah. So it, yeah. we just have yeah. to be more conscious of it. Yes. If we yes. remember, get it in our in our daily routine to just, to just do that. I think that's fantastic. Yes, yes. Thank you. And yeah, like I said before, so I had 28 chapters. The book is not too big. You know, I go straight to the point on the things that I wanted to express. Perfect. So it's an easy read, especially for beginners. And if you're an expert, you can read it in one hour. And it's good because you can repeat it and, and read it again. And, and you know, get, mm, get the message. I love that. Because yeah. people are busy, you know? Yes. Who has yes. time? Yeah. Who has time? Yeah. That's why more people are listening to audiobooks. Because yeah. who has time yeah. to read a 500 page? You know, you can... I love that because you can make... It's so hard for us to find the time for ourselves. So when you do and you can take that time out... What better way than to pick up a book that you can actually get? Yes, yes. You need to read, yes. I'm so grateful to have met you. I think it's great. We have a wonderful relationship. No, like I said before, you know, I don't believe in coincidence. I don't believe in accidents. Uh, like, like I said before, I always say this, like, blind-minded people attract to each other. And, and mm. it's true, I really feel that. And it's the universe, it's God. You, you know, when it's us and you shall receive, and, 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 you know, we were in these groups with uh, Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi. Mm. We were in the same groups. And, you know, it's like people, you get to meet people like you. And, and now knowing that I have you and I have all the friends in Canada, which I want to say hi to everyone listening there. I love your country, guys. Okay. I love Shania Twain. She's my favorite. I love her. <laughs> I love her. I remember when I was a teenager and listening to Brian Adams songs. Oh my God. So I, I do love your country. So I hope you guys like me over there too. And, uh, you know, I hope to start receiving emails from the readers of the book, you know, giving me your feedback to me. That's very important. And, um, yeah, I hope just to, to spread the message out of, of kindness and love and, and unity. No, it's very important. So, Victor, do you find like music is such a connection for me to express the way I feel, right? And I know that we're both lovers of music. How does music affect you? Like, how does it help bring out those those moments, you know, of joy, of sadness? Like, how do you feel when you're doing your music? Well, I feel great actually, and you know, at some point when um when I used to sing for a living. I feel like not so good because I, I love singing when I want to sing, not, not because yeah. somebody's like forcing me to sing. Because sometimes, you know, we're humans and let's say you're not in a mood and, oh, you have to sing because, you know, you have a contract. <laughs> it's not like, uh, for me, I love music and sometimes um, I express myself when I perform. I'm very confident when I perform because I love music. Like I said before, I started playing the guitar and singing at the age of 14. And uh, I have so many good stories, you know, here in Jersey, um, um, especially when I used to work in a diner and work the night shift. And um, 
you know, I used to, my day self, I used to go to bars, to karaoke bars, just to have fun. And any place and every place that I went to, I always used to make friends and fans instantly and, and, and surprise people. Cause you know, I look a hundred percent Hispanic and uh, people say, oh my God, how come you seen uh, Jim Morrison? How come you see <laughs> Guns N' Roses, Pink? And, and you go like, uh, how do you do it? Where do you learn? How come? You know, all these questions, right? And, and, and believe me or not, sometimes not, I, I didn't even have to sing. Uh, I've been here places in New Jersey where I went into a place, a new place, right? First time. And I see people, you know, having a few drinks, food at the bar, and, and there's no music. So there's a jukebox. And I cannot have a meal or a drink without music. I just can't. <laughs> so you always go to the bartender, can I get some singles? Okay, I go to the to the to the jukebox and boom, 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 work my magic. <laughs> a few minutes later, shots of tequila getting onto my table, drinks getting to my <laughs> table. The owner of the restaurant comes out to meet me to see who I am. And I made friends instantly, just out of the music. You know, this is this this story is good. I remember summertime about seven years ago, uh, I went to the movie theaters and coming back, it was very hot and I was passing by a, a restaurant, an Italian restaurant, but you know, those, those small ones, like they're very yes. you know, nice, intimate. Yeah, uh, it was, I was thirsty. So I was like, I'm gonna get in for a beer, you know, they had like a nice picture of a lobster outside. So maybe I get some seafood as well, right? Oh, very nice. So when I got into this place, it was, you know, those really small bars, Italian bars. And all the guys at the bar, they, they look like the Sopranos. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when they... Those at, are some of the best restaurants. Me, uh, he, must be, he must have been saying, they must have been saying, oh, probably he got lost or something. What is he doing here, right? <laughs> so... Um, I got in, the bartender saw me, she was nice, by the way, and everybody, even they, they stared a little at me, but they were, they, they were not, you know, um, mean or anything, right? And, and the bartender was so nice, so, hey, what can I get you? I, I always, I like, uh, I like Estella, that's my favorite beer, and, and sometimes when I'm in Italian places, I, I drink Peroni, that, that's, that's the Italian beer, which I really love. So I was like, and since I'm here, let me get a Peroni. Okay, and everybody else was drinking Budweiser, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, who's this guy, right? Then then the, the jukebox was there. I, I asked the bartender, I said, can I get some singles? And I went to the jukebox for my magic. You know, I love all this. Frank Sinatra is my favorite of all time. Yeah. And I started playing Frank, Martin, Elvis Presley. I love Elvis Presley. Um, I started playing some Dupree's. Oh my God, the Dupree's have two songs that I love. And they were, afterwards, that, that's what I'm saying. The, the guys just started sending me shots, beers, and the owner that was in the kitchen cooking, he came out. I promise you, I'm not making this up. He came out and who's the guy that's playing this music? Play me. <laughs> nice to meet you. I hope you come back. Then he made, you know, one of those dishes that to share to everybody at the bar. Yes. And for me, that was new. I was like, oh my God, I gotta come back, you know, more often. 
And yeah, all that summer I used to stop there every weekend, and and it was the same guys, the same girls, always. You know, you know, that's a small town. I love Our, Europeans; they're so welcoming. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, that that that's what music does. You know, uh, connects me, you. I always say this. For me, uh, I should button this quote. I always say, music has no borderlines, no skin color, no language. Yeah. And, and music is happiness for the soul. That's what music is for me. And, and it's important. It's always been important. It will always be. And, and I love all kinds of music. I have my favorites, but if I could start naming all the singers and <laughs> bands, I wouldn't finish. I could be here all day. <laughs> I, it's, it's amazing how it connects us, right? And even when you don't have the words to express yourself, sometimes when you're going through something, I find that for me, music is one of the very few ways I can let out my feelings. So whether it's to celebrate mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or to mourn something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I listen to everything from chanting to Metallica is one of my favorites to, you know, different cultural music from around the world and everything brings a different feeling. Right. Yep. So I love that. I love that we have that connection. That's awesome. Yeah. Can you tell me um, what is the one gift that you've given to yourself that you are so grateful for that you you know, took the time and nurtured for yourself that changed how you felt about yourself? One thing, okay, I, I became more spiritual. I definitely mm. got closer to God. And, and to me, I'm very grateful for that. Because, you know, even um, with the pandemic and the COVID-19, first of all, I, I always believe in him and say, you know, God, God, please protect me, protect my family, protect the whole world, you know, but Unfortunately, you know what happened, and a lot of people died, and a lot of people got sick. But you know, I didn't, and my family didn't. So yes. I'm very grateful with God because you know it was tough for me. I started my career as a coach last January. My book came out in February, so it's been tough, tough days. But you know, I always think and believe and I'm sure 100% sure that the best is yet to come mm, very I love that and I want to you know say this to everybody out there because I know right now in the midst of this pandemic and you know all the fires in California in Oakland oh my god it's, it's, it's heartbreaking to watch and and feel like you know I wish I could do something to change that and I know we've been going through hard times, everybody. And if everybody out there is listening, anybody out there is listening to this right now, all I can say is keep faith, keep the faith, mm. you know, stay close to God and believe in yourself, believe in the almighty. And we're going to be okay as, as, mm. so, as a society, you know, yes. got to go push together to, uh, to achieve the same goal, which is, you know, prosperity and happiness and, and love and abundance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And thank you. And even though we can't help the big issues, we can help by being kind to each other, by being accepting, like coronavirus did not discriminate. Yeah. It hit yeah. everybody. That's right. That's right. Every walk of life, every background, every economy, everything. It's just a reminder 
um, that we're all humans and we all want the same thing. You know, we all want our children to be fed and educated. We all want our families to be safe, you know? So like you said, spread the smiles and do what we can, you know, go and try to connect with somebody that's feeling alone right now. There are a lot of people, a lot of elderly, a lot of people. So we can, we, we can still do something, you know, and we can make it travel around the world. I really believe that. So I know we have something else in common. We both uh, lost a parent and it affected us um, very much. So um, what I know that you have, um, you've lost your mom and you were very, very close with your mom and I lost my dad. What is the one thing that your I'm sure there was many, but what's the one thing that your mom taught you about how to be the person that you are today? Maybe you could share that with us because I believe that your relationship was very special with her and it, it, it speaks about who you are as well. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, I'm the youngest of six and obviously, um, you know, growing up, I was, you know, the spoiled one by my mom and the little one, right? She used to, <laughs> I used to have all these nicknames, you know, and it's just, she was very, you know, caring and loving and um, she used to take care of me. And I have so many wonderful memories because she was, she was, I mean, I wish I was half of how she was as a kind person. She was extremely, extremely, extremely kind. That says a lot about her because if you, if you just want to be half, you're, you're amazing. Love, pets. She, in her life, she had cats dogs rabbits turtles birds to have plants and um she used to um love kids kids always used to want to oh, kids always wanted to be around her and they used to call her grandma 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 and, you know just because that's that's the way she was you know like dogs from that didn't you know belong to her just used to go to her it was incredible that's, that's how she was. And if I tell you, you know, I have so many wonderful um, stories that I can share how she was, but I'm going to tell you one, right? If that's okay with you. Of course, absolutely. So when I started playing the guitar, I didn't have a guitar. You know what I used to do to start learning? I was 14. So, oh, uh, I had some friends in my neighborhood that used to gather at the corner to play the guitar, sing, and have some drinks. But me, since I was 14, I, I was just, you know, with them singing. So what I had to do was to wait until the owner of the guitar used to get drunk and say, I'm going home, I'm going <laughs> to lose my guitar in my way home. Victor, please have the guitar with you. I'll come back to pick it up. Hey. So I was like, okay. I used to grab the guitar, go home, and I learned my first song in a magazine. It took me like half a day. I woke up at 6 a.m. in the morning, and by noon, I was able to learn one song. And then, you know, my mom saw that passion in me and, and the sacrifice I was making to play the instrument. I didn't have a guitar. And you know, we, like I said before, you know, we were six and, and you know, 
growing up. Uh, my, my father died when I was 10, by the way. I never told you that. Oh. So it was my mom, you know, that raised us. Mm. And, um, you know, very, very humble, very humble family, you know. Um, but she was always, you know, uh, taking care of me. So when she saw that, she didn't have money to buy me a guitar. You know what she did? She pawned a golden, a golden chain that she had. Oh, wow. And um, I'm sorry. Um, she got me the guitar. It was the cheapest one, you know, but uh, with the love that she, she gave me. And when I realized what she did for me, I mean, I learned because of her, her love, you know, she saw my passion. And when um, I remember when I recorded my first music here and I sent it to my brother, I said, I left mom to listen to this, you know, and, and she didn't recognize me. <laughs> it was that good, right? Um, yeah, and, and, and you know, I said, mom, you know, I sent her a lot of pictures of me and my drummer when we used to play. And um, I always used to uh, write notes on the back of the picture saying where I was and thanking her for, for you know, encouraging me and, and giving me support when I started my, my career. And, and you know, that's, that's life. So, and, and to me, I have many more. I mean, I could tell you many more. And that's how she was. I mean, she, she had like a little, like coffee shop inside of, of a market in, in, in Ecuador. And, you know, she used to um, give food away to homeless people mm. used to sell, you know, to her customers were the, the poorest one the poorest ones and uh, she used to just give them almost for free the food she, she didn't make a profit and, and what a beautiful and lady money or she would like as long as i have money to 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 eat and, and take care of you guys you know so i started working at the age of 15 you know when i was i was like i can't you know let my mom you know take care of me and then all my older brothers they left and i became the man of the house and yeah, so we were very, very, very close. So when she she was gone, um, it was hard. It was heartbreaking when I came to America, but um, you know the reason why I came was for a better, better life for me and my mom. So I used to send her money, and knowing that she was okay financially for me was you know a comfort. And um, when she passed away, obviously, it was devastating for me, and it still is. But since I'm a believer and a man of faith, I know we're going to reunite. So that's. Yes. Yeah. I know. I can't wait for that moment, too. Wow. What a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that with us, you know. And yeah, what a beautiful lady. And I'm glad that you didn't mind talking about it because it shows you know, where we come from, you know, and I know that you have such a good heart and it's important. Like the fact that she, she sold that and she pawned that for you, she believed in you, you know, and there are a lot of parents out there and, you know, we all love our children. And sometimes we feel like we're not able to support them or give them the things that they need, you know, but we find a way and what a beautiful love, you know, 
that is. So hang on to that story because that's beautiful. And she would be so proud of you right now. And all the talent, like she started that journey for you, you know? And I could see, I could see you taking advantage of that day of, of saying, okay, I've got this opportunity and I have this guitar, you know, and I'm just going to do as long until I have to return it. I'm going to make use of every single minute. Right. I love that. And it's, it's so beautiful. So thank you for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know, I, I, I can't, I can't help it to, to get emotional when I think about those memories because, you know, she meant the world to me. Really she was. And, you, I, I wish you would have met her. Uh, later on, I'm gonna send you by messenger a picture of her and. Oh, uh, I love that. My dog, because when I came to America, you know, as heartbreaking it was to leave her there, was also my dog. My God, my dog. I, I love dogs too, and uh, and and yeah. So she so she was she, she was very friendly with everyone. Let's say, you know, you were there. I would say, Mom, this is my friend in Analia. Oh my God, come here, honey. You want some coffee? And she was just telling you stories about me when I was little. <laughs> <laughs> All the embarrassing ones. Yeah. And, and, then, and then she would start, you know, uh, telling you jokes. She always was smiling and laughing. And, and that's why she, she had, like, you know, she she had really tough days in her life in challenges but she was she was a warrior she was a warrior but it sounds very much like you of what i know about you yeah yeah thank you yeah that, that's me too you know but you know how life is i have had ups and downs and uh, a lot of mistakes but like you know like joe Maz will say you always had to fail forward and that's what I have done. And now that, like I told you, I had this in me. I have, I know I have the talent to be, you know, um, extraordinary in the things I do. And like huge success in my life as a coach and as a writer. So I guess that my time is now, that's how I feel. And, and I'm sure I'm closer than I think like I said before, I keep the faith. I'm a man of faith. I believe in God. And uh, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. What is one of your biggest transformations that you've had? Okay. Um, the reason yeah. I ask, sorry, the reason I ask is because I think a lot of people listening at home are going through a lot of different things. So anything that we could tell them, to help them on their journey is is what the show's about, right? So I just, we're learning so much about the person behind the book and I like giving people a view of who you are. Yeah, so like I told you, uh, when I got sick, you know, the doctor told me you had to take this pill uh, for the blood pressure one a day for the rest of your life. And I said, that's not something that I wanna do. So I better, you know, lose the weight that I have to lose. And I'm sure once I lose that weight, I'm gonna, um, I'm not gonna need that feeling of, you know, I, don't, I, I never took it because I didn't want to. And then I, I started my transformation at that point. That was, you know, the, uh, the point where I was like, I have to change myself, my habits, totally. So I changed my habits in everything, in every, in every single way. I became more spiritual. 
I started reading. I started listening and watching videos of my favorite coaches, like Gene Ron is my favorite. I love Gene Ron. And then all the other coaches that I'm very grateful because I have learned a little bit of all of them. And, you know, like Tony Robbins, Brian Tracy, Sean Maswell, Sig Ziegler, Oprah Winfrey. Um, so I started, you know, listening, watching them, you know, taking notes from all his teachings, for all their teachings. And then uh, I started exercising and my life changed. And I changed myself. Like I told you in the book, I tell the story. Because I, I, I have to admit it, I was kind of shy or probably I would say intro, you know, I was kind of shy and, you know, not, not that I wasn't friendly, it was like that, I, you know, that's the way I was. But then I had to change myself and, you know, get involved with other people and, and making more friends. And, and it can be scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... In, in, in this case, the, the uh, tip that I could give to people suffering for in any situation right now, it would be to tell them to believe in themselves. This is extremely, extremely important to believe in yourself. Believe that you can. And whenever you have something in your mind or some goal or some dream, go for it with all your heart you know you had to work from 5 a.m till 12 midnight in that dream do it because end it's gonna be worth it and in any situation or whatever you know i'm, I'm gonna share this with you something that i i heard from um i'm pretty sure he was not the original one that said that but i heard it from um ed Milet. He put a post on this prayer, which is called the serenity prayer. I'm sorry, the serenity prayer. What it says is, please God, help me to accept the things that I cannot change, to change the things that I can, and to recognize the difference between those two. So that's so powerful because, you know, there are things that you no matter what, in this case, for example, my mom passed away. I can't change that. The things that I can change, that I know I can do it, I have to do it. And, and that's my, my tip, my advice to the listeners right now. Believe in God, obviously. If you don't, I'm, you know, and I'm not supposed to talk about religion because, you know, I respect everybody, by the way whatever you believe in and you believe in the universe or so you believe in God, that's perfectly okay for me. But in my case, I believe in God and I know he's, he's behind me. He's watching me all the time, protecting me all the time. And yeah, that would be my, my tip, my suggestion to, to the listeners to do that. That's beautiful. Thank you. Really. I think it's going to help a lot of people. It's hard when you're, when you're being, um, faced with things that are difficult, you know, to find the first step, the mm -hmm. first step to finding the right, changing the way you think and changing how you do things. And, you know, that's why I'm so excited about your book, because I think it's going to open up a lot of conversation 
And I think sometimes it's the simple things that we forget. So I'm looking forward to seeing that and to reading all about it. And sure, me, I can I can name a few of the chapters so you can have an idea, and the listeners can have an idea what the book is all about. I would love that. Yeah, and the chapter number two is forgive and forget. Number three is control your mind, control your life. Number four is hug more, love more, express your feelings. Oh, wow. Number five is be thankful. Number six is um, say I'm sorry. No, it's very important when you have to say it. Don't, don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Then I have a chapter of be good to people. I have a chapter called be good to yourself. I have a chapter called compliment people, which is also great too. Complimenting people is something amazing. That's part of me, actually. It's part of my philosophy of life. If you see my 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 social media and all my friends I have, I'm always always complimenting everybody. Always. Yes, you're very supportive. So I always do that as part of me. And I have chapters like never give up. I have chapters like it's never too late for anything, and many many more. So you guys have to get it. I'm not tell you all about it. All right, you guys, please do so. Share it. If you love it, share it. Send me an email, uh, you know, with your feedback. Leave a, leave a review on Amazon. And yeah, my book is in the paper and Kindle and also have it available in Audible. So please leave I'd like to. I'd like to leave a copy at one of the nursing homes because I think it'll put a lot of smile on everybody's face, you know? Maybe they can, like, put it in the library there. I think it's going to be fantastic. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I have no idea uh, how grateful I am of meeting you and having you in my life, even that, you know, we're far in the distance. But I, I can feel you, your sincerity. I can feel your, you know, this chemistry between us in our friendship. And, and, and that's amazing. And you, you can tell, like I said before, like I always said, like-minded people attract to each other. We have so much in common. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. I can't believe I'm here with you. It's, it's, it's thank you. You know, you make my heart warm because thank you for, for saying that, you know, for many years I was um, made fun of because of my heart because um, I was too sensitive, you know, because of anxiety, I was labeled crazy and too um, overthinking. And But as an adult now and growing past those those limitations that people set on me. I'm proud of that, you know, and now I'm not afraid to show my heart. Like that's the best part of me, I think. So I really appreciate what you, what you just said, because it, it really means a lot. Thank you. No, thank, oh, thank you. <laughs> Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to talk about today? Well, uh, I was telling you in the beginning, I've been procrastinating too, for too long to start my own podcast, my own, you know. Like yes, a, yes, you should do it. <laughs> so I have my Facebook page with the name of my book. So I, I opened it up and I really didn't post some, too many things or anything. So I'm going to start doing it more often and adding value to people and telling stories every day. I'm going to do it in English and Spanish. 
because I want to serve my community. I want to serve everyone. You know, uh, to me, we are all uh, children of the Most High God, and and to me, everybody's welcome to my page. Everybody's welcome to my channel. And yeah, so I want to help people. You know, to stop procrastinating and take action. Like you know, Tony Robbins says, take massive action. If you really want to achieve something and have consistency, that's another tip I can give to people. It's very extremely important to have consistency in whatever it is that you're doing in any walk of life. You know, if you're an, an, um, an athlete, you know, you have to practice and practice. The more you practice, the better you get. And in any, in any if you're an accountant, Take, take, you know, new classes, take, uh, update yourself, you know, and, and get better and better. And so, yeah, that's, that, that's my advice to, to people to do so. Yeah. And find out what your gifts are. You know, sometimes we think, oh, I don't have any gifts or, mm -hmm. oh, I don't have, you know, what am I, I'm not really good at anything. And it's not true. Like it may take us a little bit of time because, every, you know, we're all humble and we don't want to think proud of ourselves and you know but there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with being your biggest advocate you know there's nothing wrong that's part of loving yourself you know you know who joel austin is no i don't actually oh wow well he's the pastor of one of the biggest church in america he's, oh okay he's in texas his church is called laywood church so he he's a pastor of this church but more than a pastor he's like a motivational speaker that's when people you know tend to criticize him and some people hate him some people like me love him because it's the message that's important and he always speak about that because you know for example he says when you look at the mirror, you have to say, good morning, beautiful looking thing. Smile, say I'm talented, I'm enough, I'm smart, I'm capable, you know, I'm abundant, I'm a good person. And some people might think that's weird, but if if try it and then not, say how it feels. Not, Don't not, knock it till you try it. No, it's not, it's not at all. Because you know, it gives you, first of all, it gives you confidence. And confidence is very important in anything, anything you do. You're confident when you say, I can do that. And yeah, because if you don't believe it, who's going to believe in you? You have to, you have to believe, you have to see it. It's like a vision board, right? You have to see it and know where you want to go. Otherwise, you have no direction. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, and even, you know, somebody that, um, read my book she told me you sound alike like joe Austin." i was like hey, probably because you know i've been inspired <laughs> him for many years i have followed him for 12 years uh 13 14 years and i have all his books well, i have to check them out and um you know um yeah I, I, he he was the one lifting me up when i was down 12 years ago I was in a really bad position in my life. And I'm going to tell you how the first time I saw him on TV. It was a Sunday morning, I am. 
almost 9 a.m., 8.55. And I was praying to God. I said, God, give me wisdom. Give me strength to keep on going, you know. And I was, please, please, please get me out of this mess. And I turned on the TV, and boom, Joel Austin is on. 30 minutes later, I just jumped out of my bed and said, thank you, Lord. It was like he was telling me, you want hope? Watch this guy. You want inspiration? Watch this guy. You want strength? You want wisdom? Watch him. And, and you know, like I told you, some, some people don't like him. Some people like me do. But the most important thing is the message that you have to. And he always preach about, you know, abundance. Some people say, ah, oh, but that's against religion. And, you know, we're not supposed to ask for, for richness. And, and that's not true. Because me, that the, the way I see things is like with more money, I would be more generous than I am. I could, yes. I could help more people, you know. And, and so that that I always say to people, there's nothing wrong wanting to be a millionaire as long as your heart and your good intentions to help others. This has so I think that. society teaches us that if you have money, it associates you with being a bad person and yeah. it's not correct. Yeah. Yeah, I always say if you if you're a bad person, if you're poor and you get more money, you're gonna be more bad. And you're a good person and you get more money, you're gonna be a better person. That that's how I see it. Yeah. And, and we all have a message, you know, so for the people sitting at home, um, even though you don't think you have a message, your message needs to be heard too, you know, like, just like Victor, just like me. I think it's fantastic. I'm so happy that you came on today. No, so happy that you invite me to be here as an honor, like I said before, a pleasure meeting you. Um, I hope someday you come to visit New Jersey and give you. I have family in New Jersey. I just got to figure out. Yeah, I have family out there. So you once a. Come, let me know. We'll, we'll sit down, have a cup of coffee, and you know. I would love that. Spend all day talking and talking. <laughs> I would love that. I have a couple of people that I've interviewed as well. Uh, only a few hours for me in Canada, so I'm like, oh, I'd like to come visit you, you know. But once mm -hmm. the pandemic is. <laughs> is a little bit more freeing yeah, sure i i believe that you know things are gonna get better and uh it would be really nice to see you in person oh thank you the same with you it would be great we could look over your book together and and share some good quotes out of it i'm sure and you have a youtube channel too so you'll have to tell us about your youtube yeah, channel channel is called victor hugo like you know the french writer because Hugo is my middle name the entertainer like the billy joel song yes you go the entertainer and there i have videos at home i have videos in new york city i have videos in uh, long branch new jersey playing with different bands and then you'll see there i have music from metallica i know i watched it it was amazing it's like the bomb <laughs> thank you and everything in between so yeah I, I hope you guys listening to this uh, can go to my youtube channel subscribe like me send me messages i'm here for you so thank you for inspiring us and thank you for giving people hope 
And I'm going to check my mailbox again because, dude, I can't wait to read this and, and to share the copies with, with my friends. So thanks again, Victor. And I'm going to, I look forward to, um, you know, I'm going to be one of your biggest supporters and I'm going to keep following you and see all the wonderful things that you're doing. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody out there listening right now. I'm here for you. I'm Victor Vilcawano. And I'm your friend. Oh, you sure are. Thank you, Victor. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.